0: Hi everyone, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Expert Answers from Inside Scientific. Inside Scientific is the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Today we are joined by Mads Coolby and Niels Wellner. Mads is an assistant professor in the Department of Biomedicine at Aarhus University. Niels is a postdoctoral fellow in the Department of Biomedicine at Aarhus University. They're here to speak about the latest technology and best practices for studying food and water intake, as well as feeding kinetics of group-housed rodents in their home cage. Let's jump in.
1: Let's start, um, Mass, perhaps with you. You had presented a slide where you, you showed uh, four to eight animals in a cage, but. The question here is, what is the maximum number of animals that one can put in a cage to study group-housed ingestive behavior?
2: That's a very good question, Martin. Um, The system, as I have been told by Renee is that it has no limit at all. So you can fill it up. But I would say that the limit is, depending on genotype, how how much food they would actually need to eat. But uh, my experience is four to six males at maximum and up to eight uh, females in the cage. Uh, so that's that's in my experience if I go much higher and um, I start getting tail bites and that's an indication of uh, Too high amounts of uh, animals in the system
1: Okay, Renee, uh, do you have anything to add to that from you know based on your experience?
3: Yeah well, I agree with them uh, with math. with mass, uh, it's very uh, yeah, specific for each country as well uh, regarding legislation so so it, it's both on on the string the genotype and, and uh, the legislation and also the experience of using the system. So uh,
1: yeah, but I totally agree with math on this, how does one know that the system is working properly once it's been set up, and what should users be looking for to ensure proper operation? Renee, why don't we start with you?
3: Yeah. Okay. So, so we have uh, quite a few health monitoring systems in in, in this uh, yeah in this system. So, so the first first thing uh, we recommend doing when setting up the system is doing a hardware hardware diagnostic. So this this helps you. This is a guided check of all detectors. Yeah. So so these the results are locked into the system. So yeah. So along with other quality indicators like in the chamber event list and online, we have the online condition of this of the cages as I showed you on the cockpit view. We have the meal size limit. We also have unidentified meals and drink and as well as body weight in and decreases. These, these things are highlighted in the system, so you will, you will, you'll, you'll be aware of if something is wrong and, and all these data is locked into the system. So you can actually do a, a quality report on this to, to put along with your session results if you want to.
1: Okay, perfect. And Niels and Mass, uh, maybe along this same lines. I know you mentioned it but maybe you can just elaborate. How can a user be sure that individual water and food intake is accurate given that there's going to be spillage and ev- evaporation? Can you just sort of maybe re- repeat and highlight what you had said during your presentation? Yes. Um, first of all, it seems in the
2: system it locks the weight of the, of the food or the water. However, at the time the mouse enters this, this channel. So any evaporation, for example, from the water spillage tray is annulled because the weight is weighed or the, the all the water is weighed at the exact time the mouse goes into the system. So any evaporation would be a no problem at all.
1: Okay. Perfect. Can you comment or elaborate? I guess again, maybe we'll start with you, Mass and or NEOS. Can you comment or elaborate on the use of a system like this? For drug administration studies, somebody has asked if you can, you know, dose an animal orally by putting a compound in the water.
4: Uh, yes, actually, the, the the system would be would be perfect for that because what you get by dosing in the water is that you, by following the in- water intake, you, you get the precise dose in each animal, and also you get the dosing with a time stamp because you know exactly when when they have been drinking this. So it allows you to follow the administration of the drug really precisely. So, so the system would be great
1: for, for a study like that. Okay, perfect. A question here, we actually have two questions, and perhaps they're related. Do researchers set a predetermined meal size and intermeal interval and then generate meal number and pattern? And then another question from one of our uh, audience members is, is it possible to control food and water access? I think the question is one of the same so nelson asks do you you want to take a stab at answering that question
2: yes i can try and the system observes only the amount of food and water that is ingested at any given time you are not able to control meal size or access in the system to to food or water for example to shut it down for an hour if you want to shut down food and water intake for all mice you will have to close it manually okay
4: you can however you can you can Set limits for what what is a meal. What is the maximum uh, weight uh, of a meal for for each mouse? You cannot stop it eating, but you can look when you look at the data, and you can extract these things. But as Matt says, if you, if you want to restrict the access, you you, you close this uh, metal plate to the the channels uh, manually. But this can be done uh, quickly. Uh, so. It's not okay.
1: Uh, that makes sense, Renee. Do you have anything to add to uh, the answer that Niels and Mass has just provided? No, I think that's very,
3: very nice explained. Because yeah, it's it's the metal slider. Yeah, and then you you'll have to do it manually to close the channels. So of course that's a possibility, as Mass was talking about. If you have a good PhD student, then these would <laughs> we could do these procedures.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Very good. Eveline has asked if question is can you refill the food and drink dispensers without interrupting the session Renee I'll let you answer that question Okay, yes, uh, that's a very good
3: question and uh, and the answer is yes you can because you the, the only thing you need to ensure is that there there's no animals inside the, the channel So so what we re- recommend doing is closing this uh, actual we, we talked about this uh, metal slider so you close the channel off and it uh, secures there's no animals in the channels, then uh, you can fill up uh, the food hopper and, and change the water bottle maybe. So as long as there are no animals registered uh, in the channel, uh, you, can do, you can do exactly
1: this. Okay, fantastic. A question here from Thomas in the United States is, how does the system handle animals that hoard? food mass and Nils, may i start with you is that um a question that you can answer
4: yeah sure uh it's it's not possible simply uh, for the animals uh, <clears throat> to do this it's the design is that they can't really uh, take a portion of food and bring it back to the cage because this this would destroy the measurements really so so they're not able to do that if you keep a, add lip food in the cage and measure with two bottles for instance. Then of course they will be be able to, to do it through the cage lid, but not not if you monitor the food intake in the uh, in the channels. Perhaps Renee, can pack me up here. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and uh, and uh, in the uh, food hubber we we have bars that are fairly close, so it's that they, they can't get uh, large sizes of pellets out of the, out of the the harbor. and also there's a grid under it in the channel, so so any spillage will drop into the tray under. So we, it's not a it, it's not a common problem we see so.
1: Very good. And Nils, I think this question came in to you specifically while you were presenting your slides on the leptin test. The question um, from uh, Ramon is, how can you tell when the mice are ready for injections? I think you may have mentioned something about that, and a point was missed. Can you just repeat that?
4: One point is that we like to keep them In the system until they have a a stable baseline intake. So when we don't interfere, they have to have a stable intake. So we really have something to compare after dosing. The other thing is that we like to sham inject the animals, like just poke them with a needle or inject saline or something inert to get them used to the procedure. Now, if they're stressed out because of this handling, we might see it in the data. Um, If we don't, then, of course, the animals should be ready as they're not uh, stressed out by uh, our handling and so on. So that's sort of a built-in check that, that you have done enough handling of the animals so that they're ready.
1: Okay, great. Rene, is it possible to add video cameras to this, a system like this so that uh, one can record social interaction uh, with, between animals?
3: Okay, yes. We, we, have, we actually have a, a possibility to do this, to add a, a webcam to, to manually monitor the animal. So it's, it has nothing to do with, with phenotyping or any other uh, type of software combined with it at this point. But yes, we can, we can fit a, a vid- video camera, on a webcam on, on the system to study behavior in
1: general, yes. Okay. I may make this our last question. Again, we do have many, and we're—it's we're, almost ten after the hour. But a couple of people have asked how data is extracted and how quickly it can be analyzed. Renee, you mentioned that you have a slide that demonstrates this functionality. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass controls back to you, and maybe you yep. can just give us a brief demonstration of how that um, would what that would look like with your system.
3: Yes. So, uh, hopefully, you see the slide here? Yes. 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 Good. So, um, we, we have a study here uh, with uh, 40 rats in five dose groups, and... Please note that three three animals were taken out, so the group setting in animal numbers 78877. So this means that we need to put in uh, empty columns, so uh, the system automatically does this. This this example is a 24-hour food intake study over five days. So uh, yeah, and uh, I will try to take you to, uh, through this uh, five-step process. This is a video clip, so I will try to pause the video and, and just comment on, on the different uh, settings as we are running through it. So firstly, we need to select the experiment, the study, and the session you want to extract data from. So hopefully you see it on your screen. Hopefully you have a big screen because the text isn't that big. Yeah, so now... So, so now we have, the, yeah, now we have the, the, the session select. Now we need to, to select the, the time slot and duration for this. So this is done over here. So I won't go into details at this point, but it was just to show you how quickly we can do this and how easy that it, it actually is. So now we execute and isolate the, the data. So here we, we select the protocol, in this case, the 24-hour intake. So here we also see other protocols that are predefined and, of course, you can do your own custom-made protocols. So it's very easy to select and then just move on. So now data will will be analyzed of these 37 rats. So it's a lot of data in five days of the intake. So it should be ready right about now. So here we see the data. So now we need to sort them by groups. And this, this is for preparing them to, to for the analyzing uh, software. So now we see uh, we have s- sorted them by groups and uh, selected vertical mode. So here we actually see on the first group that we have uh, an, an empty column because there's only seven animals in this group, so number eight is just a, a clear field. So. You select clipboard and one-day interval, and then you can uh, paste it into your analyzing and visualization software. In this case, it's uh, GraphPad Prism. Can be any other program that you're using. So then you have the graph. So you can do this in uh, in one minute if you. Of course, you need the routine, and you have you have to have the pre-prepared reports and uh, yeah, and and the
1: uh, the analyzing software as well. So I hope I hope that it makes sense. Perfect. And actually it, it does seem like a, a lot of data that is extracted very fast. Can you just remind everyone, you know, particularly what parameters does one extract? So meal size, what what else typically is organized into those those columns? Oh, sorry, I don't follow my sorry. Right. So in your presentation, one your your last slide had a list of, you know, the parameters that one would extract from the data. Yeah. yeah, yeah
3: Yes, so so it, it's typically it's it's meal size and it, it, it meals and uh, you can go into bouts as well. It's a bit more complicated, but it's possible. that You get the intermeal interval as well.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you will tune into future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work and share science. For the full webinar, please see the link in the description, don't forget to subscribe, and we'll see you next time.